Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, but first of all, Mary, we appreciate your time today. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what you do um, in the ICU because it, I, I'm, I'm always uh, very impressed with nurses, generally speaking, just because of the nature of the work you do and how difficult and how intense it can be. So tell us a little bit about your job specifically. Okay, well, I've been at Cardinal Glennon for almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years. And in the pediatric ICU, um, I am a bedside nurse, but I'm also one of the core charge nurses. Um, And both of those roles essentially do the same thing. Uh, It just depends on what I'm doing that day. Um, But as a bedside nurse in the pediatric ICU, we help take care of children um, that are the sickest of the sick. Our nurses here run ECMO. Our nurses run Prisma, which is like a slow, continuous form of dialysis because the little babies and the little kids cannot handle Um, you know, just general dialysis, Um, but also we help maintain all of the medications, all of the drips, um, help making sure that their airway is open, uh, and do everything just to take care of them um, and keep them going. And Mary Grace, you also run all of the codes in the hospital, so full codes and traumas coming into the emergency department. Can you, what does that mean exactly when, when, it, when you have a situation like that? What are you doing and then what happens? Okay, so when I am in the charge nurse role, um, the PICU does not have, their charge nurse is free. So when I am in charge, I do not have a patient because I have to help take care of all of the patients in the ICU, everything going on with them. And then like what you just said, any adult code, so if a visitor were to drop for any reason, um, or any pediatric code in the hospital, so any inpatient, any patient that is in clinic, any child whose heart has stopped that EMS is bringing in, or any trauma major, so that means any child whose life could be at stake or could be immediately or um, immediately you know, maybe not surviving, they're listed as a major coming in. And so I have to stop whatever I'm doing and run to those things. And if I am the first person there, I do run the ABCs, airway, breathing, circulation, and do what I need to do to ensure that they stay alive. Um, And once physicians get there, my role kind of changes and I do medications and other things like that. A, A pediatric ICU nurse, Mary Grace, is with us on KMOX. All of that is, as I started right off the top, talking about the intensity of the work. I, I'm, it has to be one of those things where you're just not really thinking; you're just doing because of all the training you've had, right? Yes. So you know, everybody kind of says it's like riding a bike. It is because they give us so much training that this knowledge is it just is part of who you are in this role. Um, I could tell you, you know, there's different algorithms for different things, you know, different heart rhythms, different, you know, if they're just aren't breathing, but their heart is beating or their heart is stopped. You know, there's different things that you know how to do that you are trained over and over and over. That knowledge just becomes part of who you are. 
Let's talk about the families that are there in the pediatric ICU. Um, I've had friends who have been in the NICU or the PICU for weeks, sometimes even longer. I don't think there is anything that is more life-changing and more consuming than having a child who is very ill, who is in the hospital. What is your interaction with those families, and what are those families experiencing at Cardinal Glennon? You know, everybody says that they become part of the PICU family because they are. You know, we see them more than and usually more than the rest of their family, their friends see them. And we're in a room, you know, 12 hours a day over and over with the families. You know, the bond that we form with the patients and their families is so incredibly special. It's so humbling and it's such an honor to be there for them during these most challenging moments. You know, we get to see these brave little fighters. We have all these little warriors here, no matter what their age is. And we get to witness their strength and their resilience. And we also get to see their families. You know, we offer them hope. We offer them support. You know, we try to be there to explain, you know, we have to tell you all of these things are possibilities, but you have to always have hope. And we're going to be there and we're going to support you and we're going to support your child and we're going to get you through this. You know, one of my friends who spent a long time uh, when her daughter was very, very young, spent a long time in uh, the hospital, she said one of the things she was most grateful for uh, was the nurse who worked with them specifically, but also encouraged her to get sleep and that she needed sleep to take care of herself. How many times are you not only helping out, taking care of the child, but also counseling, talking the parents through a situation saying it's okay for you to sleep too so that you can be strong for your child? I mean, every day. One of the things that I tell the families are if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of your child. You know, and if you get sick, then you really, you can't be around your child if they're that sick too, you know, without having to wear a mask. So we encourage them to sleep. We make sure that they're eating. We go and get them drinks. But we talk to them about how important it is for them to take care of themselves. You know, we're here taking care of your child. Please let us help take care of yourself as well. You know, you need to go outside and get fresh air. You know, all these things, because we have to help take care of their mental health along with their physical health, because it is so stressful, and I couldn't even imagine being in their shoes. Yeah, it, it's stressful when you have a, a parent or somebody who is, you know, about your age in the hospital. I can't imagine what it's like to have a child in the hospital and who has to go back all the time. Do you, do you feel like, I, I mean, nursing is difficult as it is, is there a, a difference in the type of mentality you think you have to have working with kids as opposed to adults? You know, everybody says that they know what they want to do from the get-go. I always knew I wanted to be a pediatric nurse, and I figured out I wanted to be a pediatric ICU nurse when I was in nursing school. Just because it's such a rewarding and fulfilling experience. Yes, we do see a lot of sad. We do see a lot of things that people would never normally see. But watching all these little guys overcome all these obstacles and seeing, you know, being a part of and a role in their recovery and being that encouraging factor is just one of the most special things. And it makes all of those hard moments and long hours worth it. Um, Some people say that they just couldn't do it with kids. Um, But for me, kids are the most resilient and strongest fighters. Because they don't know, you know, especially the little ones, they don't know that they should hurt. They don't know that they should just be laying there. What they're going to do is they're going to keep fighting, and they just want to be a kid. They want to fight. They want to play. They want to do what they normally do. Uh, Mary Grace, you you have a, um, every year you host the Donor Wall Memorial. Tell us more about that. 
Um, so we, I host a donor wall memorial so for all of our families that have done organ or tissue donation um, after their child has died. I host a memorial every year to help memorialize their children, and we bring them here. We have a ceremony in the chapel, and then we have a little get-together in the back of our cafeteria where we all gather and we talk about their children. Um, the families have a right. They could say something that they would like to about their children that have died. Um, I also usually have somebody come in that has been an organ recipient to talk about the impact that, you know, them getting a heart or a kidney or a liver, um, what it made for that child and their family. Um, and it's very special to me because I don't want these families to ever think that their child will be forgotten because they're not. And every day, those children make a difference in somebody's life. And I just want to know, you know, I just want these families to know how special that is. Mary Grace, pediatric ICU nurse at SSM Health Cardinal Glennon, thank you for your time today. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely day. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.